double check our levels really quick. Hello. 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 Yeah, Hello. we're good. We're good. <laughs> I just really <laughs> like doing that. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Soft Shoulder Podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm um, Alex Picaro Curry. Oh, well, and I'm Stacy Rosanna <laughs> Sproul. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... Yeah. So obviously, we're going to be talking about. Toto. Yeah. Yeah, who are <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I really like Toto. I had a blast recording or uh, um, uh, researching all this. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been really fun, uh, especially watching interviews with um right now and it seems like any interview is David Page, who is one of the keyboardists. Okay. One. And How many are there? Depending on what era of the band, there's either one or probably upwards of at least 3. And do they all have the stacks? Like five oh, keyboards yeah. on top of each other. You're like, obviously. I only have two hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Uh, so yeah, David Page, who looks hilarious now. He wears a top hat and a long scarf. Oh yeah, what did you call him? Uh, like um, Chris Angel, my <laughs> freak's dad, or something. No, that <laughs> is. Uh, um, uh, oh my lord. Steve Lukather. Oh, right. Steve He's... Lukather looks like Chris Angel's dad now. <laughs> so picture like, you know, he's probably like mid, I'm going to say probably early 60s at this point, jet black hair. I don't like it. It's not laughing. It's Chris Angel's dad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they, those two, the interviews that I've been watching, um, they, they just love each other. It's the best. Oh, cute. Yeah, they're just always joking with each other yeah. and making inappropriate jokes. And oh. it's great. <laughs> okay, great. It's great. So I, I could watch Steve Lukather. I want a Steve Lukather, uh, David Page TV show. Oh, I thought you were going to say t-shirt. And I was like, oh, should we draw one for you? <laughs> oh, we should make. Those would be great I t-shirts. Mean, that Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel bracket competition drawing that you did was pretty good. Well, thank so. you. Thank. Okay, done. We have a t-shirt design. Okay, great. Yeah. That'll be them like best of friends or with the like leaning back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And but- one will just say, one will be wearing a t-shirt that says Chris Angel's. Chris Angel's dad. dad. <laughs> I love my son, and my son is Chris Angel. That's a snappy T-shirt. Yeah, Chris Angel's dad. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> um, okay, so Toto. Oh yeah, Toto were uh, they started in the early or like late mid seventies? Yeah, I said we just went through the whole thing there, so I wouldn't uh, mess it up. Okay. Uh, a lot of, a big kind of misconception about Toto is that they were just like a bunch of, uh, session musicians that were thrown together as a band, uh-huh. but they actually, they kind of started out as a band. It's a, it's a weird story. Yeah. Um, back in high school, uh, Jeff Picaro and Jeff Page went to the same high school and started a band called Rural Still Life. <laughs> <laughs> rural. rural still life was their their high school band oh that's what a great yeah. like doesn't that just give you such an idea of like what those guys were like as teenagers <laughs> just a load of fun they're not like you know like 
naming their band like cool dragons or like so i don't know something they're cool just like, dragons what do you hey what do you guys like you know i really like still life paintings especially rural ones <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go for it was probably a what's in the room name oh i love a what's in the room name <laughs> that's my guess uh were you ever in a high school band uh i was not in a high school band because i was in concert choir okay um so but i was definitely in bands out of school and then i was also in joke bands in uh university and beyond okay so as discussed earlier i was in a joke band called tall and gross (laughs) (laughs) just so good which was supposed to be a hollow notes cover band we were i was also in a um dire straits cover band that was also a joke uh that was called uh tough shit (laughs) why i don't know (laughs) i don't know and i also had a friend in art school and and uh, we created a joke band called stalin's mustache whoa i don't know okay yeah okay (laughs) great yeah (laughs) yeah uh i was in a a short-lived rap band Uh with a I'm not even going to mention the name. It was... I didn't tell you about any of the bands I was actually in. I just told you about joke bands I was in. Oh, joke bands. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of a joke band at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I don't think I was actually in any bands in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was like a couple, like we like threw bands together for like a battle of the bands, like yeah. two songs or something. Totally. But uh, yeah, I don't really remember. Yeah, I feel like there weren't that many bands in, in my high school. No. Well... There was like one band in my high school. Yeah. Yeah. There's always that one band. Yeah. Yeah. Plus all the kids that I knew were like really into punk. So. Oh yeah. And then there was the other. Yeah. My friend Jared was in a bunch of punk bands in high school, but they wouldn't play the high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They play like the community center. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those two started uh, rural still life. Uh, yes, rural still life. Still Go life. on. <laughs> and then uh, they graduated and they went off to do like some session work and whatnot. But then the next generation of Picaro, uh-huh. who at this point I think would have been Steve Picaro. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Uh, and our boy, Chris Angel's dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they decided to resurrect rural still life. Because <laughs> it's such a good name. Yeah, I guess it was a musical <laughs> dynasty. Uh, but they came back as just still life. Okay. And then when they graduated, uh-huh. uh, our boys, Paige and the older Picaros, Jeff Picaro, uh-huh. joined with them and played as still life. Oh, my God. Uh, so at this point, there was like high school kids playing with, I guess, slightly older college age kids uh, as still life. But they would just like, and they did great actually, because yeah. they were all just phenomenal musicians. Like, yeah. But they, it was funny because Paige and um, uh, Jeff Picaro, drummer, were like <laughs> heavily involved with Steely Dan at this point. Oh yeah, my boy Steely Dan. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were session musicians and that was what Steely Dan did. Was yeah, Steely Dan was essentially only... Uh, uh, Walter Egan and Donald Fagan, and then a million session musicians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was really neat because Still Life would be playing songs that like weren't even released yet by Steely Dan at like, you know, like high school auditoriums. Kids <laughs> were loving it. I mean, if I was a high school kid at that time, I'd be losing my shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then they decided they should just be a uh, a band. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So then they were kind of practicing around his still life, but at this time they all like really picked up their, um, their uh, studio musician, studio <laughs> musician work. Uh, and it's, it's nuts because these guys have played on so many records. Yeah. Like the members of Toto have played in like, I think it was collectively over like 5,000 albums. Oh my God. Which is wild. Yeah. But like huge albums. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, yeah. Really neat. And, uh, like <laughs> for example, like, uh, they were, um, uh, Boz Skaggs backing band. Oh yeah. Boz Skaggs. Forever <laughs> on that weird album that had like the lowdown on it. I don't really, I don't really like the lowdown. I like the Lido Shuffle the best. Lido Shuffle's great. <laughs> One more for the road. You know Boss Gags way more than Lido. I do. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and that's what made, uh, it was basically that gig that made people be like, well, let's give these guys a record deal. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, well, of course these guys have a record deal. Like everybody knows and they played on everything, blah, blah, blah. They played with like, um, Michael Jackson, Seals and Croft, Sonny and Cher, Steely Dan. Damn. Uh, yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You'll be just like any 80s song that has a really cool drum line in it. It's probably Jeff Beccaro. Right. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. just how it goes. Yeah. Basically, Toto came out of the, came out of the gate just swinging. Yeah. Uh, they put out their album, Toto. Oh. Yeah. Had the song, Hold the Line on it. Hold the line. Love is always on time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, this song just went went crazy. People yeah. loved it. Yeah. Uh, at this point, the band was David Page, Jeff Beccaro, uh, bassist David Hungate, guitarist Steve Luthiker, uh, Steve Beccaro, oh, another Beccaro. So many people. On keyboards. And their singer was Bobby Kimball. Right. Uh, the only member of the band that wasn't from, I think these guys were all from California at this point. Okay. Uh, he was from Louisiana. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so go. he was great. Um, that first album sold over 2 million copies. Oh, my God. Yeah, it went double platinum right off the Holy bat. Holy shit. Yeah, so Toto was like sitting high on the hog at this point. Yeah. Everything was great. Still doing a lot of session music, uh, session work. Mm -hmm. uh, so everything went really well for them. First album, then they put out their second album. Yeah. Hydra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is great. Uh, the cover art for that is amazing. Oh my God, I love it. I was just remembering that too, because I feel like when I saw that, I was thinking about those Roxy music album covers yeah, 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 with yeah. the Jerry Hall. Yep, yep. Um, like I forget which two have, I think it's only two that have Jerry Hall on them, but the dark one, the one that has, I think it has... Um, is that Avalon? Oh, I don't remember. It has all the really freaky songs on it. I think it's Avalon. Like it has every dream house is a whatever, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm a Roxy Music fan, but I wouldn't say like I'm a huge fan. Yeah. So I mean, I. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take Eno out of Roxy Music any day, but Roxy Music is kind of just like I don't know. Like, there's a few songs that I really love, but there's a lot of songs that are kind of vibed out that I'm not interested in. Anymore, yeah. I mean. So. Yeah. Is <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is Avalon even a Roxy Music album? You know what? Let's find out. I got to make sure. Because if this ends up being fucking Grand Funk Railroad somehow. <laughs> oh, my God. If you confused 
Roxy music for Grandpa Grilled? I'm leaving. I'm they, walking out they, right now. They're <laughs> virtually the same band. Okay, let's see. Roxy music. Avalon, come on. Here give it go. to me. I need this one. Oh, Avalon is a Roxy music album. It's yeah. not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of For Your Pleasure. Avalon's got like the like the dude in the helmet. Yeah, there's like a weird bird in a helmet. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, that might be Jerry Hall, too. Actually, there might be a lot more Jerry Hall than just the two. Yeah, because that's her <laughs> on the Siren one, I think, as well. Hmm, there you go. Huh. Beautiful lady. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, the cover, the cover art on this, I think it's Chris Angel's dad with a sword. Oh, cool. Yeah, like standing <laughs> against like a, like a chain-link fence. Yeah, it's man. It's great. It All is. of like Toto's like aesthetic is definitely like wizard van. Yeah, but then you look at the band and their aesthetic is like... Like, we're a bunch of, like, just, overweight nerds. <laughs> not even, just dads. Dads, They're yeah. like, like computer programmers. Yeah, like, hey, you guys need me to hack into the mainframe for you? Yeah, like the Lukather <laughs> brothers just look like they just came from, like, their job at, like, Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 80s Microsoft. But that's who you would expect to roll out of a wizard band, no? No, I'd more expect, like, Chris Angel's dad to be coming out. <laughs> Coming, coming out of the way. All right. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen anyone actually driving a wizard van. No, I want one, though. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so nice. Oh, my God. Uh, the single from this album was 99. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which we listened to tonight. And it, that's a jam. It's kind of a jam. Yeah. Uh, it was inspired from George Lucas's THX 1138. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Nerds. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> the best part is, is that it's not even like on the soundtrack to that movie. <laughs> It's just fan fiction. Yeah, it's just straight up <laughs> fanfic, which is great. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so Hydra did okay. Yeah, but it wasn't like double platinum out the gate. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um. So for their third album in 1981, they it's called Turn Back, and uh -huh. they go more into like a like back into guitar arena rock, like back into hold the line territory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Nobody really likes it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they were a lot of them were at this point were like actually thinking about like packing it in, yeah, because they're just like, come on, guys, like we're making so much money off session work, like you know, like um, it was going fantastic for them at this point. Sure, yeah, they got no complaints. Yeah, they're just like, do we really need the band? Yeah. Um, but at this point, they put out Toto Four <gasps> in 1982. Oh my! Which has two of their biggest songs. No, it's just. They're two biggest songs. Yeah, for sure. Um, with uh, Rosanna. All I want to do in the middle of the evening is hold, hold you tight. Rosanna, Rosanna. <laughs> Never thought that a girl like you would ever care for me. <laughs> I love Rosanna. I, like, it's, I would say like top five songs of all time for me. There's literally nothing better than to be out in the wild and to hear Rosanna yeah. and just be like, <laughs> you know, and just really get yeah. into it. Grocery store, Rosanna. Yeah. Like I'm like going from like, you know, Rosanna comes on. I'm yeah. like, oh, I should probably get some vegetables. Everything's going good. It's like Rosanna comes on. I was like, fuck it. Pizza pockets. <laughs> like I'm going home and having an afternoon. It's like, I'm going to get sick. 
Oh yeah, shit, Rosanna's on. Yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah. You've Watch heard... out, three point five percent milk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, man. <laughs> I think the only song that is like that tops Rosanna for me to hear out in the wild is um, Barry White's "Can't Get Enough of Your Love." <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, like, is that just the best song ever written? It's yes, it great. is. What are you buying at the grocery store for can't get enough of your love? Oh man, I'm just like fucking like fuck groceries <laughs> like i'm just dancing in the aisles i'm like i don't care anymore i'm singing out loud i'm like dancing with strangers i'm like yeah man this is awesome <laughs> this is great it's like fuck groceries i'm going to the pharmacy yeah. section <laughs> i once heard can't get enough of your love in like a thrift store or something and like i think it was like even in los angeles and like everyone in the store was all of a sudden just like dancing and just like you know looking at stuff and being like my darling i ain't getting up for your love babe <laughs> it was probably in my mind that yep. way but probably in reality it was just me really having a nice time inside my mind but i love that song. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just picturing you leaving that store with like just like you know like an oversized man's suit <laughs> i mean when would I not buy that? It doesn't matter what song is playing. That's, that's true. That's true. I'm into it. Uh, the other song that's on this is Africa. It's gonna take a lot to drag me away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. I bless the rains down in Africa. Gonna take some time to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. which was a uh, really strange song for that record. Like, it doesn't fit in at all. Sure, yeah. And it's the last track on the album, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, just doesn't make any sense, but huge song. Yeah. Massive song. Yeah. Great song. Totally. Yeah, I think totally. Totally. <laughs> I yes. had a friend who entered her wedding to that song. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. It's, uh, it's just, I think that was probably the first total song I ever heard. Probably, probably like high school. Yeah. Yeah, that like chorus hits you and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to take me a lot to drag me away from here. There's <laughs> nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. <laughs> it's great. Facts. Uh, the song Rosanna wasn't actually about Rosanna Arquette. Bullshit. Yeah, that's what I say too. Because it's just like, <laughs> they're like, well, you know, but like Steve Picaro was dating Rosanna Arquette at that point. Yeah. Um, but David Page, who uh, wrote it, uh -huh. Said that, like, that was the last... I don't know. Did he write it? I know he sang it. I, I don't, don't know, know if he wrote it. Who cares? <laughs> uh, whoever wrote it. Um, they um, they said that, like, Rosanna just fit in with the, like, syllables they needed. Like, it could have just as easily been Diana. Yeah, well, why did you choose the name of the woman that you were dating then? Well, he wasn't dating. Oh, well, whoever. Yeah, she was around. <laughs> <laughs> she was around at the time. Uh, this album won album of the year. I'm pretty sure. Uh huh. 
Yep. Album of the year and producer of the year at the Grammys. Great. So, huge album. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically they're like, <laughs> they jumped the shark. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because yeah. they just, they can't, they can't get back to this level. They were like, Toto's back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just keep trying. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but their next album is Isolation. Uh-huh. Uh, David Hungate left the band, the okay. bass player. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to focus on being a, like a producer. Uh-huh. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but at this point, we're introduced to a third Picaro brother. There's a third Picaro? There's a third Picaro. OMG, like a third property brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I forgot that we talked about her. <laughs> when there's three brothers, I'm always going to need to bring up the property brothers. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was like... I remember this because I, I said, uh, I hope that the third Picaro brother only deals in, or no, uh, third property brother only deals in bowling alleys. <laughs> it's like, these two got house restoration. Me, I got the bowling alleys. If that's true, let's get him on the horn. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. At this point, why not? If you're the third property brother and you're listening to this, please contact us. <laughs> also, tell us your name, please. <laughs> Because we're not going to look it up. Yeah, we're just going to call you the third property brother. (laughs) (laughs) So the third property brother, uh, Mike Picaro. (laughs) You called him the property brother. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. That's what I'm going. So, so far we got some nicknames. We got Chris Angel's dad and the third property brother. (laughs) Uh, Mike Picaro. Okay. uh, Joins on base. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby Kimball at this point was like just filled with drug charges oh great uh at one point he got arrested for trying to sell cocaine to an undercover cop oh cool yeah, yeah. so they're uh they hire out or uh, hire out they fire <laughs> <laughs> so they fire bobby kimball fair yeah um in 84 they also at this point they um um uh, oh my god sorry they record all the music for dune Oh yeah, I yeah, forgot David about Lynch's that. Dune. Oh my god. Yeah, which is <laughs> wild. You know what I mean? You just yes. like, you'd, like you could you even like why it was David Lynch working with Toto? Oh my god! But like then it just makes you think about like David Lynch like at home putting on a Toto record, like putting on the fourth record and being like, hmm, it's pretty good. Yeah, this yeah. makes sense. These guys are. Pretty rockin'. Yeah, I think I'm gonna use them for Dune. <laughs> it's just like, hmm, Rosanna. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so when they got rid of um, fucking Louisiana wild man there, Kimball. Uh, Kimball. Uh, they started looking for a new singer. Yeah. Uh, to sing these songs. So yes. most of these songs were written by Bobby Kimball. Right. Or at least the you know the vocal melodies and whatnot. So they start, um, you know, having open auditions. Uh, who they really wanted was Richard Page of Mister Mister. Oh my God. You know, take <laughs> these broken wings. You love Mister Mister, but I learned to I fly again. I don't love Mister. Be so free. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not a fan of Mr. Mister. I like that song. Oh, okay. I think at one point we did look up to see if there was another, who cares? Never mind. Is there another Mr. Mister song? Not that I We'll never know. Yeah. I think that, I don't even think they released an album. Just that. Just a song? No, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be amazing. No, they're probably still a fucking That does happen though. 
It does happen. Well, in the sixties, it happened. Mm, but... No, not true. That also happened in like like when radio was still a thing. Like people would record a demo and it would get played on the radio. Huh. And if there wasn't enough like interest in it, then you wouldn't get an album. Huh? Do they still do that now? I don't think so because who cares about the radio anymore? It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. The Beach Boys do. Oh, do the Beach Boys still care about the yeah, radio? I think they put out a thing like Spirit of the Radio or something. Of course they yeah. did. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> but this is like this is Mike Love era late Beach Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was like their fiftieth anniversary. Doesn't matter. Uh <laughs> he turned it down. Our boy take these broken. Oh, Mr. Mr. turned it down. Okay. Mr. Mr. turned it down. <laughs> so they got Fergie Fredrickson. Who dat? <laughs> he was in a band called Angel. He's in a band called Trillion or Trillion. I like to think Trillion. <laughs> yeah, me too. Trillion. Because I looked it up and their album cover was like three airbrush like Siberian tigers. Cool. So probably Trillion. Was the inner, um, the inner side like a lady in a fur bikini with a sword? I can't remember, but yes. <laughs> in my heart it is. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, he was also in a band called LaRue. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was the lead vocal for the whole Isolation album. Oh. The album went gold. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was respectable, but That's not fine. great for Toto. Sure. Uh, and he released a stranger in town. That's the single from this album. Oh no, there's a stranger in town. Wait, his name's Fergie. <laughs> uh, they went on tour. All's pretty good. They wanted to go back into the studio uh-huh. to record their fifth album. But the problem was, is that um, uh, Fergie Ferguson just didn't mesh with them at all. For I mean, writing. I hate his name, so that's good. Yeah. The only Fergie I need is our girl, Fergie Ferg. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> that's all we need. <laughs> definition make them boys go crazy they always claim they know me coming to me call hey, me stacy i'm the f to the e r g the i the e and can no other lady put it down like me i'm fergalicious uh so they had to find somebody else so they hired joseph williams uh-huh. who's the son of john williams oh yeah. yeah oh my god famous uh composer for film and tv yeah who wrote the same song a million times exactly <laughs> so he recorded uh he wrote like um uh star wars jaws yeah. uh or the the themes too so yeah. i didn't just write these movies indiana jones Indi- superman <laughs> close encounters of the third kind jurassic uh, park 1984 summer olympics oh the theme for the 1984 <laughs> summer olympics that theme yes. wow i know right <laughs> uh 
NBC's Sunday Night Football. Friday night's a great night for football. But that's the wrong night because he wrote Sunday Night <laughs> Football. The only, that's the only football song I care about. Uh, not even, are you ready for some football? <laughs> In Hank Williams Jr.? <laughs> Just like really having a hard time getting it out. (laughs) (laughs) Football! Oh, God. So, with this, uh, with John Williams, they go and they start to record 1986's uh, Fahrenheit, Uh where they go back to the rock roots again. Yeah. I mean, it's not really great, but they start getting, they start enlisting other people to kind of help them. Okay. So, they get. Miles Davis on Don't Stop Me Now. What? Right? <laughs> they just knew everybody. Yeah. Uh, Paula Abdul is a dancer in Till, uh, Till the End video. Okay. Don Henley's on a song called Lee. Yeah, man. And our boy Michael McDonald oh, yeah. is on I'll Be Over You. In uh, so like yeah, this is eighty six. So uh-huh. like Michael McDonald's wave has crested a bit. Yeah, but people still want him as backup. Sure, it's great. I mean, people still want him as backup now. It's, it's true that Thundercat jam. <laughs> I love that Thundercat he song so much because it's Kenny Loggins too. <laughs> yeah, and Kenny Loggins comes in hot. Yeah, he does. Yeah, great. So, um, yeah, they go on a world tour after this. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Picaro leaves the band after this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, keyboardist Steve Picaro. He just, again, wants to um, uh, focus on being a producer, mm-hmm. which, which happens so much in this. And this... selling all those houses that he invested in. No, he's third property brother still in the band. That's Mike. <laughs> I, I was referring to the second property brother. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, this is second property brother. The, the... Or is he the contractor? <gasps> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, hold on. I'm trying to think. Monster Man or Little Guy? Uh, in the property brothers? Yeah. They're both monster men. <sighs> one of them's a contractor. One of them's a real estate agent. And the third one is question mark. <laughs> he deals in bowling alleys. <laughs> Just bowling. That's your fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> or he plays bass in Toto. Oh, maybe he plays bass in Toto. <gasps> oh, God, we need to find out. I'm going to insert that somewhere in here. I'll find out what the third property brother's up to. Um, All right, uh, Alex here. I'm just uh, on countryliving.com for an article called Who is J.D. Scott? the third uh, property brother, everything you need to know about the third property brother. Uh, I'm just scrolling through because I don't feel like actually writing anything down. JD's actually a nickname. It's short for James Daniel. He's the oldest of the Scott brothers. Uh, He lives in the U.S. Oh, oh, sorry, ladies. He's taken. Uh, He's very much in love with his girlfriend, model and makeup artist, Anna Lee Bell. He's involved in entertainment before his brothers became famous. 
He was on several films and shows, including The Oracle and Makeover Manor. Uh, there's a picture here of him impersonating the Queen, Adam Lambert. He's worked on several projects with his brothers. Uh, charity work is important to him, like World Vision. Uh, he was on All American Amusement Parks uh, on the Great American Country Cable Network. Oh, he's got a lot of tattoos. He's wearing a bowler hat. He's lactose intolerant and a pescatarian. His favorite band is Depeche Mode. Oh, he's got a Nine Inch Nails uh, logo drawn on his wall. Mm, he uses Facebook. He feels connected to his Scottish heritage. That's really it. Uh, user Green Ring on April 6, 2020 says, Yes! Thanks for being a great influence. That's really all you need to know about the third property brother. All right, thanks. Yes, yeah, Steve Picaro left. So at this point, David Page, uh, instead of replacing them, David Page just uses his other arm and just starts playing both parts at once. Oh, he's just like, hey, guys, I remembered I have a second arm. Yeah, I can do this. We don't need you other Picaro brother. I can be two Picaros at once. <laughs> <laughs> uh the, after this, they go into their album, their seventh album, aptly named The, the Seventh, seventh One. one. <laughs> uh, it's their most popular release since four. Yeah. Because mostly because of Pamela. Yeah. Which is a goddamn jam. And they brought back the Sweet Sword cover, too. Yeah, the artwork. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Wizard so, Van artwork. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, this is a, it's a decent album. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, it's also got uh, Stop Loving You, mm-hmm. which is a great song. Nice, yeah. good ballad mm-hmm. uh, featuring our boy, John Anderson of Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I like some of Yes's songs. I'm a maybe on yes. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a no on yes, but I'm, I'm a, a maybe no on, on yes. yes. Yeah, I'm a maybe. Hard maybe. <laughs> Hard maybe. I'm not a yes on yes. No. That's for sure. No, and I can't I can't do a full album, but I'm like, I can pick and choose. I can cherry pick some yes. This summer, uh-huh. I went to visit a friend and we took a bunch of mushrooms uh-huh. and we built a sweat lodge in his backyard. Okay. And things started to get a little freaky. Uh-huh. Uh, at one point, it was like there was four of us. And we, the when the mushrooms kicked in, and we were all drinking pretty heavily at this point. Too. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, we were like whipping each other with branches. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's what you do in a sweat lodge, I guess. I, I was told. Yeah, or and in, just... in a Russian uh, sauna as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. doing that, and then we were like, at one point, we're like, we really got like everybody here has to like pick a song, <laughs> just a song you just really want to hear, man. So I don't like where this is going. <laughs> one of my friends picked a yes song. Which and it was, song? I can't remember. Oh my honestly, God. I mean the circumstances were weird as shit. But I remember it was like eight minutes long, and it was just like doodly 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 Was it like roundabout or something? No, it wasn't roundabout. It was like like a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like yeah, it was it was fun. And I picked "Honey" by Erica Badu. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, man, in a sweat lodge. Oh, yeah. Just four dudes bobbing their heads being like, "Mm." You know what? This should be a lesson, too. If you ever find yourself in a situation where you're in a sweat lodge and you're being asked to put a song on, 
and you choose a song that is just noodling, just remove yourself. <laughs> just like your song should at least have a beat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I can't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, in 1989, Toto fire Joseph Williams uh-huh. uh, for really no good reason. Sure. Uh, so what they want to do is they want to reunite with Bobby Kimball. Oh, boy. They want the Louisiana wild man, wild man back. But isn't he selling drugs? He is. He was busted for drugs a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted Bobby Kimball back on the for this new record. Uh-huh. Uh, the record company said, no, you can't. You are not doing that. Yeah. Uh, because they had a South African singer named John Michael Byron that they wanted to really push. Lord Byron? Imagine. <laughs> uh, no, just John Michael or Jean Michael Byron. Jean. Jean Michael Byron. Jean Michel. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe it's Jean Michel. It could be. Uh, he was. So they did what their record their record company said they should do, and they took him in uh, immediately on tour because they just put out Past and Present. Yeah. Um, he wasn't singing on this on that album, I don't think. Yeah. So immediately on tour, they find out that like this guy does not mesh with Toto at all. He's oh, like no. you're like he's very tall, long, like wavy black hair. Oh, he's too pretty for Toto. Way too pretty for Toto. <laughs> but also at this point, he starts claiming that Michael Jackson bit his style. So he starts coming out like with like you know like one glove oh, no. and like a fedora hat and oh, stuff like no. that and doing a lot of dancing and commanding Ooh. the crowd, which just didn't mesh with Toto at yeah. all. <laughs> uh, to the point where like they'd be like talking about him like to each other on stage, being like, "Who is this guy?" Because <laughs> at rehearsal he's not doing any of these theatrics, sure. but once he gets on stage, they're just like, "Oh my god." So they just keep demoting him throughout the tour. Uh-huh. So he starts out and they're like, uh, maybe you can go on to background vocals. And then it's like, uh, maybe you should just play like auxiliary percussion. <laughs> Here's a tambourine. <laughs> and then by the end, they're like, you got to go, man. <laughs> like, so they, they fire mid-tour. Oh, my God. And uh, Chris Angel's dad takes over on oh, lead vocals. Thank God. Yeah. And kills it. Yeah, He's of course really he good. Of course he does. But what our boy Bobby Kimball was up to at this point oh, no. was also touring as Toto. <laughs> so Bobby Kimball and his band were just touring around as Toto. And Toto obviously did not like that. And yeah. that kind of crushed their uh, their relationship with Bobby Kimball for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think at some point he came back in. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Steve Lukather is the new leader of the band in 1991. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god we're in 1991 yeah i think so oh boy yeah oh yeah <laughs> Gah. 1991 they put out an album called kingdom of desire ew yeah it's not it's <laughs> uh this is steve lukather's like basically or chris angel's dad's first like uh like foray into being the lead singer okay doesn't really go over well sure and then things get real dark oh no for toto oh no as always um in august 5th 1992 jeff Picaro died what yeah founding member i didn't know he was dead he is dead uh there's kind of a story behind it he died unexpectedly okay um he was in his yard yeah spraying pesticide Uh uh-huh and 
basically he, he once he was done, he went back into his house complaining that he was dizzy, mm-hmm. took a heart attack and died. Holy shit. Yeah, like very, very suddenly. He was oh only 38. Oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So basically I was like searching around the internet and I found this like video called like the mysterious thing or circumstances around Jeff Picaro's death. And I'm like, ooh, this is right up my alley. Let's get into weird, you know, conspiracy. <laughs> Toto true crime. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I open up this video and it's just this guy talking in up talk all the time about Jeff Picaro's death. Was it just Gavin? <laughs> Kids in the hall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Um, so really what happened here is that was kind of like taken as what happened. Uh-huh. Two weeks later, the coroner changes his report or the coroner's report comes out or whatever. And yeah. there's no mention of pesticide at all. And they blame it on, <gasps> and they blame it on cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Toto at that point and his wife um, said to- that like. Toto and his wife? Toto and his wife. Okay. Toto and Jeff Picaro's wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second property brother, Jeff Picaro. Yes, I thought you were referring to Jeff Picaro himself as Toto. <laughs> no. As the titular Toto. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the members of Toto and Jeff Picaro's wife basically say, like, that's bullshit. They're like, they're like, we've, or at least the guys in Toto are like, we've all done so much more cocaine than him. Yeah. So there's no way that this can be true. Um, he was also a pretty heavy smoker. Right. Um. And they're just saying, like, it had to be the pesticides. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really the, the that was the conspiracy? <laughs> so I was like, great, cool conspiracy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyways, uh, tragic that he died, but it was just weird. Yeah, that I is guess. weird. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, in 1995, they put out their ninth album, uh, Tambu. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. It's a new album from Toto in 1995. So, you know, if they go on a another tour, but this time they say they're just not going to tour America anymore. Oh. So they just start to become like a world band at this point. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wee. And then their 10th album they released in 1998, it was called XX. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. The tour was small, but. Uh-huh. Bobby Kimball joined again oh, after 14 Bobby. years. Uh, then they released their 11th album, Mind Fields. Yeah. They go on a live tour again, and they call it Live Fields. I hate that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so uh, literally in my notes, it says, I got bored after this. Yeah. And Paige left at some point for like a year. Who cares? Yeah. This is getting boring. Exactly. Well, that's exactly what happens. It's like <laughs> 90s hit with all these bands, and it's just like, all right. Yeah. Well, this is boring. Yeah. 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 Um, let's go into our soft focus. Soft focus. Focus. <laughs> Gave it 
Okay, I get to tell you about my top Toto songs. Love it. First. So, obviously, as you can see and as you can hear, I'm a living, breathing human being. So, as such, of course, I love the song Rosanna. It's, yeah, just, it's, it's fair. It's a natural fact of life. Take it all the way. <laughs> I love the next line. Rosanna. Yeah. You know what? That doesn't. So that's why the Rosanna story does not track because you're like, well, if you had a different name in there, you wouldn't have to add the yeah. I get why. Well, you can see me. Diana. Yeah. But a name that has Rosanna that has four syllables. Diana has three. So does Rosanna. No, but Rosanna. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. What else you could what be? I mean? Four syllables? What's a four syllable oh my name? God, there's lots of four syllable names. Uh, Banana <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, no, that's not as, not as snappy. It's not as good. No, it's not Rosanna. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. So, Rosanna, I Oprah love. Winfrey. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that's all I'm thinking about <laughs> Yeah. Awesome song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then taking it back. Because I'm taking it back where it all began. The house on the cape, the place on the sand. I take it all back if it just make it understand. Girl, how I'm trying to forget you. Yep. Uh, which is from their first album which we just listened to before this and it's like uh that like quintessential toto thing where they're like you know they they come in really hot with they're like here's the song and they yeah. play like a full introduction to the song and they're like okay actually it's like this <laughs> <laughs> like rosanna too like i always describe it as like like you start this song and you're like it kind of leads you in and you're just kind of like okay yeah, yeah yeah and then all of a sudden he's just like wipes the table clean and he's like all I want to do in the middle of the evening is hold you tight. So good. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So it's such a Toto move. Um, so then also Stop Loving You. Just great from song. the seventh one. Yep. Amazing song. Great song. Um, hold the line. Yeah. Because love isn't always on time. It's not always on time. But if you hold the line, I, I don't really know what that song's about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And then my last song, Pamela. Pamela is great. <laughs> it's such a good yeah, song. Yeah, that's a that's a dope dope song. Yeah, kind of like the the whole reason the seventh one was kind of like I. It's funny though because like Pamela, I don't know where I was going with that. Pamela has the Rosanna baseline. It does. So yeah. is it well a similar Rosanna baseline? I think Pamela is definitely there. Like, well, Rosanna was awesome. So hmm, another song about another lady. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, it's people like, we seem, got this. People seem to like this. Yeah. Um, what are your top Totos? I got uh, Million Miles Away, Okay. which is a great song from Hydra. Oh, you chose a Hydra song. Yeah, man, of oh, course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great song, just a nice ballad type song. Obviously, Rosanna. I mean, just like 
Like, get out of here if you don't like Rosanna. Yeah, obviously. Leave. Just stop listening. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> just go listen to whatever hateful shit you listen to and just go away. <laughs> uh, I got a... Georgie Poggy. Oh, fuck you. Georgie Poggy is so good. I hate that song. Fuck you. We just listened to that recently. And, and I'm you're so like, mad you tricked me. You were jamming to it. And then the chorus came. You're like, I hate this. And I was like, you like Georgie Poggy. It's so gross. Because it's just like that. Because who's even singing that? Though? It's Cheryl Georgie Poggy pudding pie. Just the girls that made them cry. I'm like, why did you make this woman do this? I hate it. Yeah. Like, I hate it, but I also love it. <laughs> the song is a, the song is a jam, but the the fact the fact that the fucking chorus is the children's rhyme, Georgie Pargy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that sucks. It, it reminds me of that. Um, have you ever heard? Um, Three oh. Little Pigs by Green Jelly. <laughs> That's not what I was gonna say, but I can imagine that's horrible. Um, I was gonna <laughs> say the uh, oh, who's that? Carly Simon's version of the Itsy Bitsy Spider. No. Oh my God, it's awful and if Amazing. you do not put it in this podcast because it's just like such an awful earworm you know i'm doing it no don't don't ruin people's days Cheryl Lynn sang that. She was uh, kind of like a disco singer. She had like a modest hit. I can't remember what it was called. Oh. But she was found on um, the Gong Show. Oh. Yeah. She like was on there and she sang. I can't remember anymore. I have it written down somewhere. But ba, 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 you are so beautiful. Oh. Yeah. And so she got a perfect 30. Wow. Yeah. Oh. And but the only thing is, is so did a singing juggler. Oh, God damn. And the singing juggler, in the end, it went to a audience, like, applause meter thing, and the yeah. singing juggler won. But we... Cheryl Lynn came up with a record deal, because some dude was in the audience from a record label, because it was great. L.A. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Good, good for, her. for her. Good for her. And then she <laughs> came into um, uh, Georgie Porgy. And then Liner. they made her sing Georgie Porgy. Yes, they made her. <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Uh-huh. Uh, Africa, obviously. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, I mean, I didn't choose Africa because I, I don't know. I just didn't. Sure. Like, I think it's fine. Yeah, like, it's... it was, it, like, to be honest, it was exhilarating when my friend walked down the aisle to it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, it's not really a jam that I love that much. Eh, eh all good. Yeah. I love it. And then 99. 99, yeah, that's, 99 your, that's your jam. is great. It's yeah. a good song. Yeah. What do you got on your... We got to come up with a name again. Let's Ugh. try something. The big old, big old. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to go bottom two. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> It'll come eventually. Uh, wait, I was going to try and make another Property Brothers joke. <laughs> The, I don't I don't have you know two bottom two property brothers I don't know yeah no know. No, no okay no but I don't know maybe we'll like watch some property brothers and find out when they screw up <laughs> and be like oh that was a 
oopsie doo or something. I don't know. I'll be like, all right, Chris Property Brother, who I'm assuming your name is Chris. I've never actually watched the show. Chris. There's got to be one named Chris. Okay, can I tell you something? What? <laughs> I've never watched <laughs> What are their names? I have no idea. Okay, well, we're gonna, we'll have to do a mini episode where we watch an episode of Property Brothers and just review it. I've never watched it. I'm so obsessed. <laughs> we have another shirt idea. <laughs> Both from this oh, episode. God. Okay. <laughs> okay, bottom two. So, <laughs> mine is um, uh, 21st Century Blues. Yep, I, uh, I already know what it sounds like. Yeah, I just I just wrote, I just hate dad blues. <laughs> fair, fair. It sucks. <laughs> we got the 21st century blues. And then um, uh, the other one was a song called Taint Your World. <laughs> From the album Falling in Between. Which, have you seen, have you pulled up this album on Spotify? No. Because there's two different versions. There's okay. the like straight up regular version. And then there's a version with commentary. <laughs> the whole album? Yeah. It's like basically like, we'll play this song. And then there's like a commentary track. That so they like, incredible. just like jibber jabber about the song. That is fucking I'm incredible. I'm like, Toto, no. <laughs> commentary. This is not a DVD extra from like. The early 2000s. Oh, that's like, amazing. <laughs> I watched an interview with them and they were like, they were talking about their, their career when they put out a DVD and they're like, did you, like, I forget. It was probably <laughs> fucking Paige and Chris, you can't even say Chris Isaac's dad, Chris Angel's dad. Uh, it's like, could you even imagine us like in high school playing like this scrappy music to coming now where we're putting out a DVD? <laughs> And they were just like, wow, man, life is wild. <laughs> I can't believe we're releasing a DVD. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, and now almost obsolete technology. Yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> so much of that. Like, oh, man, can you, like, can you, like, even, like, early websites, like, when web bands' websites were just, like, actually, that's the best right now. Like, the bands that we're talking about, like, on all these episodes, oh, yeah. all of their websites are so wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, like 15 pages of backstory on stuff. You're just yeah. like, this is who's doing this website. Yeah. Like and who's like, running this guys, no more white text on black background. Please yeah, stop for doing sure. That. <laughs> or in the case of, I think it's Toto. It's like yellow text on like, Oh no. What looks like a Persian rug background. No. <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> If we ever make a website, you know it's going to be high contrast green. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. For sure. No, black not, with high. No, no. Making it look like a fucking dark web conspiracy. It website? will give me a migraine immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Black with high contrast green. How dare you? <laughs> Looking like the Matrix or any computer from any show, circa ninety. 
2004 through 2002. Yeah, when they're hacking into the mainframe? Yeah. yeah. And it's just, yeah, that's our website. Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> You've reached soft shoulder. Which pill were you take? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are your bottoms, you ding dong? <laughs> uh, all us boys. Gross. Which is about uh it's I think the chorus is I can't I can't sing it, but uh it's like don't let your daughters get into rock and roll because we're bad boys and we're around. Ew. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Ugh. Uh, and then my other bottom is also 99. <laughs> Ooh, twist. Yes, because I'm ashamed of listening and loving 99. You do love 99. It's really good. Yeah. How many times since having to do this research have you listened to 99? I'm going to say a solid 10 at least <laughs> whoa at least but i get like that with songs so. that's true that's true and that's uh that's toto oh. bunch of wild wacky dudes oh that's nice yeah i highly recommend going out and, and just looking up some uh uh Picaro and uh oh no no chris angel's dad yeah chris angel's oh, dad what's his name lucather steve lucather <laughs> and david page uh you know buddy cop stuff it's great yeah just um, to warm your heart. Yeah, that's all I can really think about with Toto. Okay, great. Yeah, they're great. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Georgie Pardy Pudding Pie kissed the bills and made them cry. I'm like, why did you make this woman do this?